Welcome to Smutty Scriptures, the podcast where three best friends gather together to explore the holy text of fantasy romance novels. I'm Head Priest Blue Cromwell, and I'm joined by my sisters in sin, Cuttlefish and Purple Space Cat, to tell you all about our thoughts on this episode's sacred text. We are partaking in the tandem read of the Throne of Glass series of Tower of Dawn and Empire of Storms. For this episode, we did start Empire of Storms at chapter 24 to the end of 53, and then Tower of Dawn from 22 to the end of 42. So about the middle section of the tandem read, we have a lot of thoughts. I've never seen Cuddles so happy and excited. (laughs) It's like, it's like, I don't know what it's like. (laughs) I mean, okay, so it's called Spunny Scriptures because we want this one and I oh feel God, like so thirsty. Listen, <laughs> you're how many books in? <laughs> and Sarah finally gave it to me, and when she gives it, man, she gives. She's she, there was a lot. Everybody's <laughs> you everybody know. fucking <laughs> Sarah. Not the only one to be giving it. Hey, oh, <laughs> and you're all I am. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so glad, dude. I knew this is what the series was missing for you as a reader, and honestly, I was feeling it too. But it's it's just. We sat through, not sat through, we enjoyed our time through these books, but we went through a lot of just fantasy with a romance subplot, and now things are changing. <laughs> I'm uh. so happy. I feel so fulfilled. <laughs> so fulfilled. Oh my god. Oh, there were so many good scenes with it, though. Like, on the beach making glass and thunderstorms? <laughs> All right. I gotta oh. admit, that was, that was pretty fucking hot. Yeah. Literally, for all of them, for, yeah. for them, for us, for <laughs> and then Finally. and then, it, like he takes her against a fucking wall. Mm-hmm. Damn it! And even Kale, even Kale was getting some mm-hmm. action. I mean, he and she had to chill him out. Yeah. And they're all like, he he and I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's fucking everybody. Uh, it's gonna be the most vanilla sex ever, but I just well, need you to have it. Nezrin's not fucking. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> she's gonna be she is getting a bird, though. She's gonna call get a lot it. more than that. Yeah. <laughs> she's gonna get she's herself gonna... a new bay. You're gonna play hide the feather. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, no, stop okay. I hate it. <laughs> stop no, dude. Bro, disgusting. I love this it. Is, wow. This is after dark. I don't know how to describe <laughs> And then, Uh-oh. oh, even even Lorkin though. Oh, oh God, I love him. We stopped right at the good part. I was I a know. little, I was a little mad, but I'm yeah. okay with it. I Aww. think I was get getting, there. I got a little frustrated because I was like, no, don't stop. And then, <laughs> and then they're like, that's, hey, that's the... getting laid. Hmm. Yeah, we <laughs> like, where are your priorities? <laughs> we might die, so it's not the time for that. You're like, I need this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the timing wouldn't be great. Imagine if a lead died right after losing their virginity. That would suck. Are we? I'm... Is it her virginity? Yeah. yeah. Also, ew. Well, someone in the story had to be a virgin. It's this young adult. There's, you know. Well, so was uh, so was Aelin. So yeah. yeah. What do you mean, once upon a time? She never slept with Sam. No, I, I mean because Kale. Oh, I forgot about Kale. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god. Wow. What do you mean you forgot about him, bro? <laughs> I forgot about their relationship. <laughs> I guess that goes to show wow. just how uh, 
how much I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, Kale has her virginity. So... You know who I am the most glad doesn't have their virginity? No. Oh. No. Mr. Kitty Cat. I'm sorry. Do you mean Dad Kitty Cat? If you will. In our scriptures on page 278. Which book? Oh, sorry. Empire Storms. He says, one, I did not deny you anything, kitty cat. Change mm. to <laughs> kitty cat. And um, my life now has meaning. So nice. everything is better now. And I'm glad that, oh my, okay. But oh my God. Him meeting 88, whatever. Uh, his, his. Uh, <gasps> Take whatever. a breath. Take your time. <sighs> Try that one more time. <laughs> what happened to your voice? There's a lot. Fuck you. Second of all, I'm long gone. I don't even know what page. Okay, so uh, page 290. That's, that's what I, I marked for meeting dad. And all I wrote crying, sad face. That's. <laughs> Oh, I wrote short, simple point. <laughs> and the fact Sandra was there with him, and she's all like, Burr! and they're all like, da, 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 da. and I was like, <laughs> feeling. And then the whole rest of the time, he's just like staring longingly at his son, and he's just like ignoring him. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll make up one day, maybe. It'll be okay, maybe. I have family issues. <laughs> <laughs> I literally tagged like 30 things in Empire of Storms. For Tower of Dawn, mm. I also tagged like maybe 10. There's a lot that happened in this section. So you I almost think it's the end of the book. Can you almost. Believe, like people skip Tower of Dawn. Like they no. completely skip it. And I'm like, there's so much plot you are missing. Like I, you can't. Oh, no, you yeah. mean like how Adian told Lysandra that he was going to marry her? Oh, I love that. But that we're talking iconic. Tower of <laughs> Tower of Dawn is the Kale. Never mind. And Nezrin. I'm here. <laughs> I'm just, listen, my brain is not working because I'm just I'm going through a lot. That's, that's Kale? Fine. Okay, switching back over to Tower of Dawn. <laughs> Kale, I, mm-hmm. it, the, I love Kale. Again, I, I know. Wow, I do who though. Said I... Earlier, <laughs> <laughs> who fucking called it? I don't know, <laughs> but I do. I love Kale again, and the story that, that they've made in Tower of Dawn, and like they're coming back to the light story, is so good. Mm-hmm. I love this journey that they're on, and I love the writing, and it's beautiful. You know, there's just one part that I didn't enjoy that I'll bring up later on. All but, the parts with Carol in it? <laughs> no. I actually love <laughs> Kale. Do you know what I love? I love happy Kale. I love happy, giggling, like sultry, confident Kale. Mm-hmm. I do have to say, I, I okay, I did love Kale when the thingy was breaking into the room. I don't actually know if that was this section of the last one, but was, I think yeah. that's... This one, yeah. All right, so... That one, yeah, that's the way kind that of it. he dealt with Irene's like fears and everything. Yeah, 
Yeah, where he's all like, it's a, we're going to talk it through and it's going to be a thing and it's going to be a thing and we're going to keep talking about it. And we're like, we're not going to be scared, even though it's totally a time to be scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I think Kale, well, Kale's like a very self-sacrificing character. Mm-hmm. And I think that Irene gives him a reason and a direction to put it where it makes sense. Like, he... Kale risking it all for Aelin is ridiculous because Aelin is a boss-ass bitch. And we found out a tremendous deal about her lineage, and that just even further proves that. So it doesn't make sense for him to be self-sacrificing to someone who can hold their own. But Irene cannot. And I feel like that is it. I'm comfortable with him in that moment throwing himself in front of Irene and fully willing to take the bullet, so to speak, of mm-hmm. the you know monster thing for her. And I feel like that makes th- that action endearing and sweet. Whereas if he was doing it for Dorian, or if he's doing it for Aelin, or anybody like Adian or whatever, it's annoying, and <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see that. I think, for me, I forgive that a little bit just because I feel like Kale would do that for almost anybody. Like, there could be someone that Kale really doesn't fucking like in that room. Obviously, it's a very sweet, touching moment for the couple itself. And I, I like that how he responded to her fears and her, like, response to everything. I thought that was beautiful. But I, I feel like Kale's the type of character where it wouldn't matter. If he had just met, like, a random person and they, he presumed they were innocent because it's a random person and they were in a life or death scenario, I do believe Kale would give his own life for a stranger. Yeah, so I'm like, I oh, agree. it's pandering a lot to, like, Aelin. I could definitely see that where it comes off of, like, okay, listen, she's, like, basically a demigod. <laughs> like, she, she's gonna be alright. But it does come off very sweet in, the, in that moment. That was a very good scene for them. Which, speaking of demigod, one of my favorite parts, I don't remember where specifically it is. I'd have to look. But was the conversation that they had with Elena in the in the hotel okay. where, <laughs> where Selena is just giving her mad shit in front of Dorian and Dorian is like giving utmost respect and bowing to her and Aelin's like, yeah, kick, cut the shit. Yeah. <laughs> and Dorian was just sitting there like, the fuck are you doing? Stop it. <laughs> Yeah, I loved that. That was banter. hilarious. I, I hate that, like, what happened to Riffold happens, but at, at the same time, like, Dorian and Aelin together is so, like, I- iconic. I love it. Dorian kind of falls flat for me right now. Oh, oh my god, too. but that part with M- Manon? Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh my god, he's bro. He's kind of turning a little, he's twisting a little. He's getting a little dark. Oh, I love it. You have no idea how bad I was just like, fucking take her. Take her. Just do it. I have fixed feelings, but I want this right now. <laughs> just like them. Then he they have mixed feelings, but they wanted it right then. <laughs> and then he asked for consent, and I was like, there you go. Green light. You got this, buddy. <laughs> and he said, ah, I'm all right. And then he teased her, and I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> Lorian, you are no longer my favorite. <laughs> Just when they do, are, oh not. my god. And I did not imagine. I think you guys were right. I had said that in the bedroom, Manon would be the take charge because she could not relinquish control. She was turned on by being told what to do. I was like, okay, I (laughs) love this. 
I love and I want them to do some. I know they're probably not gonna, but oh my god, Sarah, listen, <laughs> you have the opportunity <laughs> to get into some kinky shit oh, with the two of them. I I need details. <laughs> I'm trying just to not imagine. make my voice crack. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine what 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 being able to have basically you know magic hands apart from I your don't, body. Yeah. I While your body is doing something completely different. Yeah. Just imagine all of the shenanigans you can get up to. Mm-hmm. Just so many options. That's probably what she's thinking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think the non is turning him into a badass. I think they will pull each other back into balance. I yeah. think she will not kill as mercilessly, one, because of learning her lineage and how she's been manipulated her whole life to be violent, but also because Dorian has such strong lines over what we do and don't do. Like, the fact that there was that scene where Manon, like, that creature was about to attack her, and Dorian obviously stopped it, and he's like, what do you want me to do? And she's like, ah, free him. I was like, that's not Manon, bro. Like, there's no fucking way. Like, show me yeah. Dorian more like that, and then she'll kind of level out to being maybe not a compulsive murderer. Um, maybe this is a hobby. I just think like <laughs> of recreationally. It's yeah, fine. You know, like a side project or something. Like, that's fine. <laughs> but but the moment that she was flying over with Abraxas, it was an instant shift in Dorian's demeanor mm-hmm. and the way that he was written. And he was the way that he walked, the way that he moved, the way that he spoke. And I fucking love it. I love when characters are their badass selves. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with Aelin right now. Mm-hmm. I did not enjoy the whiny little bitch that she used to be. No. But like badass Aelin, I am here for it. Yeah. Manon, <laughs> fucking go. All of the fame men, yes, I love you. <laughs> yes. I feel and, like Sarah's yeah. so good at that. Like that's like as far as like my impressions of her just as an author. She's so good at, like, taking your characters to, like, oh, I love them, to they are going to go through the worst things ever and become the worst possible versions of themselves, and you're like, oh, I hate it. And then she's like, actually, did you think about how they're going to have their redemption arc and be here now? And then you're like, well, they're way cooler than before. Like, she does this, like, <laughs> wait a minute, I with thought everyone. I left. Wait a minute, I thought I love them. What I thought I them. Yeah. Just like Lysandra, bro. Like, easily one of my favorite characters. Yeah, I love so much when she's in her kitty cat form. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's iconic. We do have to start dissecting this. I know we've kind of given some general thoughts. There's literally so much. (laughs) So much. (laughs) We have a favorite part, like an individual section, per se. I don't think we could give one. (laughs) So much. I mean, going from the fucking sea dragon (laughs) Uh with. Yeah, that was pretty fucking wicked. I would, and every everybody had a hand in that too. You know, Dorian shattering it. Are you kidding yeah. me? Mm-hmm. Adian one fucking one fucking shot. <laughs> and his dad like, woo, yay! <laughs> <laughs> so supportive. Yay! <laughs> but then you like, and and Deanna came in, and that was a whole. That was that a was a whole thing. So that proves that the gods are like legit reeling around and not not at all like scared to step in hate that because they may or may not wanted to murder people 
But it also means that they're in like a side plane. Yeah. Because they just opened a door and she came through. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's a lot there. We'll we'll go into that. That makes me wonder how the, if they're in a different plane, how they're able to, you know, basically do their God thing and like affect or impact life in this other plane, the the one that everybody is on. Mm Mm-hmm. When they're in a completely different one. Like, what kind of power do you have to have in order to cross planes, not with yourself, but with your magic? Godlike powers. Yeah, well. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. I'm super smart. (laughs) So you had, yeah, so that that whole thing was so fucking cool. I had no idea that he was a Mycenaean. Are you kidding me, bro? Out of nowhere, floored me. I was like, I'm here for all of it. I want it all. Yes, yes. yes. Was- I loved whatever she was like uh, hitting on on Broen and and <laughs> Broen's like, sorry, I'm taken. And then she's all like, yeah, by somebody who's amazing <laughs> and wonderful <laughs> and gorgeous, talking about herself. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, God, I love it. Everyone in the room who knows is just like, this wow. Is fine. <laughs> I, this I loved. It was like, I think that they meant it to be like a throwaway line, but right around that place on, t- on page 241 in, in chapter 27 in Empire of Storms, right around that conversation, Dorian says to Rolf, <laughs> you will find, Rolf, that one does not deal with Solana <laughs> Sardothian. One survives her. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. <sighs> I had I was cackling. I yeah. cackled. All of and that. I want to be somebody that that people have to survive, <laughs> but like not in the way that like I survived my parents. Sure, <laughs> just like in a nice way. Okay, mommy and daddy was... issues episode. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much growth, and it was such good, positive growth. When Kale walked, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I was almost in tears. You guys were actually watching that part. I know. I was losing <laughs> it. About to throw the book. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was that was uh, my selection for like a favorite part of our tandem read. That and also one moment beforehand because I was really glad that Kale got to this moment before we got <laughs> to. I wouldn't say he's like fully healed right now, right? He's still going through it and still can't like necessarily run or jump and like things like that, right? But getting him well, to that point again was really cool. I actually tagged in uh, Tower of Dawn. It's page 440 in the scriptures, which is at the beginning of chapter 38. And I really loved that. Like, you can see all of the growth that Kale's had in this moment where he says standing or sitting had nothing to do with it. This moment, he could speak with dignity and command wherever, or whether he stood on his feet or was laid flat on his back. The chair was no prison, nothing that made him lesser. That yeah. from the character who loathed himself and isolated himself because of this whole thing to go through the mental healing of getting to that point just being able to see kale have that thought process of that that didn't make him lesser it was really nice to have especially right before we got to the point of like he's like okay i have recovered at least so that's good right but everyone's growing dude the growth is crazy on all these characters to be honest i had a really fun part that i think is probably a little bit uh out there <laughs> Go on. i really enjoyed the fight to get kale to stand oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, 
I tagged some of that because they're going, they're slinging insults back and forth. I was like, damn, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you felt that way. Yeah, it was very like, geez, okay. Well, we're just going straight for, for you know, I don't know, the soul with these. <laughs> Page 450, Tower of Dawn. I think you were glad for her, Nezrin, to remain away so you could pretend that you are honor bound to her and let that be a wall so that when you are here with me, you don't see her watching, don't need to think about what she is to you. With her away, she's just a memory, a distant ideal. When she's here and you look at her, what do you see? What do you feel? And I was, oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, okay. And then he threw it right back at her. And uh, I loved that that bickering and fighting. And I think that that was so prevalent. And it was my favorite thing. Uh, like, dragon things set aside and all that, all that growth set aside. I am in love with all of the couples arguing. Yeah, you let me tell you what. What does that say? (laughs) Hold on. Let me explain. (laughs) Sure. Because dig a little deeper, why don't you? (laughs) All of the cup I do like a little I like a little struggle in my relationship. But I they're all equally matched. And I fucking love it. Even some even even Elid and Lorcan. She does not back down from him anymore. And she lets him have it. As and he should. and he fucking takes it. And I love <laughs> that. And he will also dish it back out, but he knows there's a line. Mm-hmm. And oh God, that was such it's like and he even said to himself that I will not go and find out what she's hiding. There's a line that I won't come back from. And I was just, oh my God, yes, more, more, more. I need the boundaries. I need you to 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 recognize the relationship that you're in and see them as equal. Um uh Rowan at one right before him and Aelin had their moment on the beach, she asked him what it would be like, and he says, I don't know. I've never had sex with an equal. Mm. I've Ooh. only allowed myself to, you know, w- yeah. whatever with I can't remember now specifically what it's, but but I can only allow myself to be that vulnerable with lesser women. Mm-hmm. And I, I just love that everybody seems to be pairing up with equals. That to me makes me so happy because I was never satisfied with Dorian and I was never satisfied with Kale and Aelin. And I really wasn't even satisfied with Sam because it just wasn't there for me. But seeing her and Rowan and their sex life is incredible. And Lysandra and Adian. Well, it just started. Right. <laughs> I know. And I'm already here for it. But even Lysandra, because um, where is it? Paige. It was right after Adian was struggling with his dad. And Lysandra just says on page uh, 290, 291 of Empire of Storms. She says, you say the word, General, and I'll transform into the face of their nightmares. She's that's, just being silly and just like, <laughs> because they're, they're joking. I mean, yeah. kind of, but she's just there for him. And at one point she's in her kitty form. She just puts her head on his lap and they just cuddle. Like just complete acceptance for what each other is, even though it terrified him at first. 
Mm-hmm. And I just like, oh, that's my favorite part. I, I know that's not one specific one, but there's so much going on. I can't pick just one. Fair enough. There's there's a lot of good happening. What about you, Purple? Whale. I have to say that I love the culture dive that we got to go into with the mountain people. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, why that face? Don't be like that, Cuddle. No, I think it's really cool. I think it's interesting. I mean, that's always been my favorite part of like sci-fi stuff is, uh, you know, Star Trek going and, you know, seeking out new life and like learning about different cultures and, and different peoples and how they do things. And I didn't, I just think that's really cool. That's like, that's the good shit. It's variety. It's different. I love the fact that they're the the hearth mother thing you know that's who's in charge is a lady and i just mm, that's so good but i do have to say that even more than that in empire of storms in our scripture on page 496 near the top lysandra popped her hideous head up from a tangle of brambles Rude. and Aelin yelped falling back a step the shift of grin revealing two very very sharp fangs Fenris loosed a low laugh, scanning the shifter as she slithered a few feet ahead. So you can change skin and bone, but not, uh, but the brand remains. So it's not about the brand. What I love, I love so much. That's just one example, but I love how Lys- Lysandra is embracing her wildness. Oh, yeah. And she's just like, ah. <laughs> she's having she is the only one having a grand old fucking time in this swamp looking at the creatures and being like all spooky spooky <laughs> she's like being a snake and even whatever they do the the the, the thingy and they let it go the thingy attacks yeah. and stuff and she's like lysandra's size aren't they beautiful she yeah. just she is here yeah. for it mm-hmm. she she takes it she's lighthearted. she spooks the peoples she, she's just like diving after the animals to like go play with them and shit i'm just like god damn it that's so adorable it's cute it's mm-hmm. lighthearted. it's it's so good because i know that whenever she was in the city and she was um you know being the prostitute stuffs and the courtesan and she she was in in that life and and very confined very constrained very you do a b and c and that's pretty much it you don't do anything else you have to do everything a specific way you have to be very proper you have to present yourself in a way you have to talk in a way and while it's good to have those skills you know in this particular world for various reasons i love that now she's basically taken all of that and thrown it away and then be like nah mm-hmm. <laughs> like dives into the mud because she just wants to go be a snake it's gonna go be a snake for a little <laughs> while and <laughs> she is having the time of her life and i love it all much it is not just entertaining to read it makes my heart lighter oh yeah it's fabulous yeah she's refreshing <laughs> and very different it's just good do you guys have least favorite parts of these? Segments? I absolutely do. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, by strong. all means, go on. I was very angry about oh. this because oh. it felt like a betrayal to me. Oh, listen, it was only that one time <laughs> you said you weren't going to eat it. <laughs> for for this reason, Kale will not be making Bay of the Day. I'm going to be honest. I don't um, think he breathed. <laughs> <laughs> but go on. In Tower of Dawn, 
during the dinner conversation where he's kind of being ganged up on by mm. the royal family. This would be 419 to 420. They ask Kale, uh, would you swear on Irene's life that Aelin is not burning down the villages on, of Eelway on the coast? And Kale thinks to himself, say yes, say yes, at the top of 420. But he couldn't bring himself to say yes. Because he, in his mind, even though he has seen her boundaries and her lines, still in his mind, holds all of the bullshit that she had to do when she was an assassin against her. And Grave holds that against her. And holds what's the, what's what's the guy's name that she did in the sewer? Archer. Dickwad. Archer, where she gutted Archer, and he holds that against her too. And for that reason, in front of everyone in that court, he would not like vouch for her. And that to me pissed me off because <laughs> mm. I was like, well, let's look at what you're saying. Graves and Archer are the two that he specifically brings up in, in the book, in the holy text, if you will, as reasons inside of his head of, you know, oh, Aelin's does, I've seen her do all these crazy things. And my mind floats back to those two things. Archer was a backstabbing liability, mm. huge liability. And Graves not only murdered, but like, tore her friend to pieces literally <laughs> literally so and quote painted an artwork in the room yeah specifically to piss her off mm-hmm. but nehemia knew that was going to happen so as much as i dislike nehemia you know it is what it is i don't think anybody should be holding those two murders against her is he holding those murders against her or is he acknowledging that for the greater good, she's willing to do whatever it takes and he doesn't have all the facts. But I don't think that's, I I don't think that that's the case. I don't think that she would do anything. I, I think that she has shown to him and to the world in her, dis, her dramatic displays of power that she has boundaries Yes, she kind of held an entire city hostage in the Fey world or whatever whatever it was called in Wendelin. But she didn't hurt anybody. And afterwards, she was even like, yeah, I wasn't going to like hurt anybody, though. It was mostly just to kind of show off and scare Maeve. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think for one second that if Maeve didn't crack that Aelid would have burned those people alive. Not for a second do I think that. Am I wrong? I no, I don't think she would have burned the people alive. No, I just think it's more like, like coming from his experience of like there are arguments over Dorian and is he alive? Is he not? And Kale's like, please don't kill him. And Aelin's like, I'm going to kill him. And then he's like, please don't though. And then they find out in the end that that's not how it's working out. Like Aelin, and he knows that Aelin is willing to kill him, which is a bad act by default. But because she doesn't think at that point that he's. Still and she explains that at that it would be a mercy. Right. So how does he know what's happening in Elway isn't a mercy? That's just how I feel about it. I feel like he's like, he I just don't know the facts, bro. But in the writing, that's not what he said. He didn't say, oh, I don't know all the facts. He, I, I don't know the situation. It's not right for me to judge. He said, yeah, but she like do some crazy shit, though. And then 
goes back to Graves and goes back to Archer. Yeah, but he doesn't want and to be one of those people alive either. Right. And I just think that it's super, super mean. And I was gross. mad at him. It's very gross. You know, and that pissed me off because, you know, Aelin did a lot for him. And I understand that they kind of had a falling out and that Kale kind of broke into pieces after that. But, you know, like here on page 422, he says he still dreamed of her gutting Archer Finn in cold blood, still dreamed of what she left of Graves' body in that alley, still dreamed of her butchering men like cattle in Rifthold and in Endivere, and knew just how unfeeling and brutal she could turn. He had quarreled with this earlier, or uh, had quarreled with her earlier this summer about it. The checks on her power the lack of them. And I hate that. I hate it so much to think that she's too powerful and that she would need someone to keep her in line. It's, it's, I don't like it. It's to me, it's bordering misogynistic and I do not enjoy that at all. And for that reason, Kale is the weakest link. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy for him. With what's going on with his toes wiggling and now he's standing <laughs> and walking and mm-hmm. you know the I'm happy I'm happy that he's he's you know kind of healing his inner heart. I hope that heals because I fucking hate that part. Mm. I can't stand that. Maybe me crazy. healer lady will uh, heal that part. We'll see with well, her <laughs> hugs of light. <laughs> what about you, purple? Do you have a least favorite? Yes. Literally the every part. single mention and part with spiders in it. Oh, Literally all of it. I I threw the book. I was like, absolutely fucking not. We are not doing this. Um, no. No, thank you. Mm, no, thank you. Mm, I'm good. <laughs> no. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Not today. Is it just Bitch. because spiders or because they... I... it's like sandpaper in my brain and i can't get away from it and i'm like god damn it what we need aelin to okay so you know that meme okay where you see a spider and then you light your house on fire and you're like yay i got it Uh okay so aelin needs to come over Mm. and light their asses on fire and then maybe maybe i might be okay with with it a little bit. Yeah, but like just thinking about it now, and I'm like, heebie-jeebies, I cannot. And now we're just going to the spider world and a fucking like, no, <laughs> keep on like, are the yeah. birds worth it? <laughs> the birds worth <laughs> it. Are the birds worth Like, they could you have more. I love the birds. I know, but that's not <laughs> I. I cried when the little birdie got dead, okay? That was like the the worst part ever. But (laughs) did I even, I read it out loud to you right before we started, we started doing this to highlight how terrible the dead baby bird part was. It's so terrible. But even so, at what cost? Like, I, I would still murder all of them. Just to avoid the spider people. Because <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> and they need to die. Um, I feel very strongly and I won't I won't change. That's that's reasonable. Yep. Very, very reasonable. 
death to spider people. All of That's them. That's the title. Every <laughs> last one. Groovy. Just genocide the spider people. Did you think it was weird that whenever they were going over there that she put the little mouse guy Falcon in her breast pocket? And then kept tapping. <laughs> yeah, to her boob. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Yeah. At first I thought it was like her pocket, like like you know, her pants pocket. And I was like, Well, but if you're sitting, he goes squish, so I guess not that one. Nope. He's so then I was thinking like she's wearing a suit and there's like that pocket thing. right there on the on the breast pocket on the inside. So business people would be like, I take out my pen. She'd be like, I take out my shapeshifter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she missed an opportunity to just wear a hat and then pull off like a ratatouille mm. situation. Oh yeah, amazing! <laughs> That's how um, learns how to <laughs> fly the birds. <laughs> wow, <laughs> one might call it iconic. I hey man, there you go. <laughs> I think that the best part, the only redeeming thing about the spider people scenes, the the only part, uh-huh. was whenever they were reading the writing and it's all like look up because the whole time they were going through this nonsense i was like it's not gonna be on the floor have you ever <laughs> seen a spider yeah. <laughs> on the yeah. and then it's like look up and i'm like thank you god damn it <laughs> then i was like okay i am back to absolutely hating this trash <laughs> Lou, did you have a uh, least favorite part I can't really pinpoint anything specific. I mean, it did hurt to see Manon have to be separated from Abraxas. I really did yeah. not like that. I didn't. Neither did either one of them. <laughs> so that wasn't great. I don't understand. Why would you not have him fly ahead and scout? You know, Obviously, even if he was really high. There's no flowers for him to smell. Yeah, he has to go somewhere, like, do a little vacation. PTO. I just thought it was way. I don't like how mean they are. <laughs> Too many. I don't like. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Aylin, stop, bro. You are now my prisoner. Shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> I, was I mean, pissed. it's probably because we have a much stronger relationship with Manon than Aylin does. A little bit. We know no. a lot more about no. Manon. <laughs> because Aylin. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Because, because they had the life death. Thing. And then and then Manon was like, hey, by the way, Dorian's a fucking live. And then she saved his life fucking later. And Dorian's like, oh, yeah, did you know she like actually betrayed her entire people and gave up her lineage and her royalty and everything that's ever mattered to her uh, to save my fucking life? And Aelin's like, sounds like criminal behavior to me. And I'm like, fucking Aelin, bro, please. Like, I get it. I get it. But she was Listen, a little she too- been burned. Well, well, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I was, wow. It was a little too intense for me because I was like, oh, my God. I mean, she comes in half dead. <laughs> She's not a threat right now. When like, you say half, like, that's, that's <laughs> almost all dead. Yeah, like, she's, she's <laughs> her insides on. are literally coming out. She didn't even make it to the <laughs> boat, bro. Dorian had to go in and get her ass. <laughs> like, bro, come on. It was just a little too much. But as far as anything specific, there's like little moments like that where I'm like, oh my god, stop being a heckin' meanie, dude, or something like that. But there's not like any major point, really. Yeah, I don't, I don't particularly care for that. Yeah, I did have a guffaw <laughs> moment whenever um, Rowan 
and Aelin were like doing their their mind talking about him letting down the shield right where the uh-huh. not really an alligator is. Mm-hmm. Because I was thinking to myself, if he hadn't let it down, it didn't know that the shield was there. So it still would have lunged in the water, like, <laughs> what, face-planted into the air right next to her? <laughs> I thought that was, that was very funny in my brain. Yeah, Rowan, what was the plan there? Just like right across the <laughs> Oh my god. Listen, he's doing the best he can. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have any moments that really stood out to you as, like, surprising? I know we've gone over the Lysandra uh, scene with the, the sea dragon and, like, that whole part with Rolf, but anything in particular besides that? There was a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think that whole thing with Rolf... See, I, we've talked about this before. I love it when Aelin unveils a plan. <laughs> and when Aelin called in, you know, the, the Valg with her... I was like, oh, I didn't even know this ended with my Sidians and the dragon. Oh, my God. I also was surprised when Fenris was impersonated. That was, yeah. Yeah, Manon's like, no, he's not. He's like, that's not him. And then he comes back and he's like, dude, you guys didn't even notice? Yeah. That was funny. I was shocked at that. I wasn't prepared to re- i was like what the fuck is happening right now mm-hmm. yeah i wonder if um because obviously lysandra transforms into fenris too later on to like kind of like fuck with him i wonder if they're gonna tie that into like the plot at one point and like try to trick mave at some point with that uh, oh maybe for fenris or, or gabriel i'm not really sure but where well, she wouldn't thinks- she be able to smell lysandra van i think she's playing around it just they would hug for like 30 minutes and then be like all right well gross how, how did they not notice that is kind of interesting is it especially if they're using their other senses how come manon could de- could determine it but they couldn't <laughs> he steps up and she goes sniff sniff nah <laughs> I think- like, how could they not sen- smell the otherness i think maybe it's like a combination of like they're not really expecting it manon's like being held prisoner is like am i gonna die like she's more on like alert and more like predator senses than the Fae who are like, who's gonna be here? We just fucking uh, we're just out in the middle of the ocean, maybe yeah. something like that. I don't think there was too much else that really had me shocked. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't really anything too crazy, crazy. I was kind of shocked whenever uh, Aiden was all like, "I'm gonna marry you." I was like, "Dude." Take your time. <laughs> like I know why he he done the thing. Oh, like, I thought I it was it. sweet. It it was like, and I get it, but like also no. I was surprised that Kale already made a joke about having a baby with Irene, and I was like, oh yeah, that. you've known each other for not long enough to joke about having a baby. She's twenty two, a child having a baby in that economy. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> A the teenage way... bride at 22 years old? I don't think so. Mm. <laughs> the way my insides started to heave when they had the baby scare, like, vomiting with Aelin. Yeah. I was like, don't do that. Don't you fucking do it, Sarah. Sarah loves it. I swear it. to God. <laughs> she loves it. Someone, someone in this fucking book or one of these fucking books is getting pregnant. And I know that because she fucking did that to our girl, Feyre. She she took her right. out of commission. One of these motherfuckers is going to have a baby. One of them. Before these books I, are... Well, maybe they wouldn't have the baby before the books are ended. But th- there's going to be some fucking pregnancy shit going on. If I know Sarah... It's so gross. 
Well, you I know, agree, but Sarah's going to do it. You know, on that note, when they pointed out that Aelin never discussed with Rowan whether or not he wanted a kid, and she was just like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. And Rowan was like, but you didn't ask me. And Aelin was like, yeah, whatever. I'm, I did like that. I thought that was kind of uncharacteristic of Aelin a little bit. Because I feel like when it comes to their relationship, she kind of goes above and beyond, you know, caring and thinking about him. And it just seemed a little weird to me that she wouldn't even have that conversation with him. Yeah. But we were hinted that the throwing up was for another reason. So whatever that is, I, I just I didn't like that part. I didn't think that belonged. She said Harrison needs a fucking heir somehow and I might fucking die. So. Yeah, but I feel like Aelin would have had that conversation with him. Yeah, it probably would have been uh, something they should have discussed. I feel like it would have been, like, it's it's something that she would have done anyways. I, I disagree with the writing. I see. Yeah, because I, I, I don't imagine her as a character putting it that way. Speaking of that, though, we got some information regarding the settle. We're settling. Yeah, we did. We had a lot of information on it. They mentioned it a couple of times. First right. time in Empire of Storms on 279, Empire <laughs> of Storms. This is Fenris talking to Rowan, and they're referencing, you know, and he's saying, quote, or is she due to settle soon? And they go on to kind of briefly explain what it is. And I know it's mentioned several other times, but essentially Aelin could still have some immortality that she hasn't settled into. And the same with Adian. And I think that's pretty interesting that we could still see that. And there was a couple of times where Rowan had mentioned that she's still growing and her power is still growing also. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if the settle will also be like her peak for her power. Does she really need more? Like, God, yeah. God damn. <laughs> more. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like, I it's mean. already a burden for her because she, she's got to let off her, you know, let off steam and, and stuff. Like, what what is that going to look like if it keeps growing? God damn. She, That's what she, she said. She, She's gonna. <laughs> she gonna have to just have a perpetual forest fire. What is she gonna be like? The, the sole energy producer for the world, just lighting everybody's fires in their hearths and be like, "No, no, it's cool. I got you." Or just, she'll die. She'll burn herself up. I don't like. I don't that. like it either. No, nobody likes it. I have Might a hard time seeing Sarah do that though, for at least three pages. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's one thing that I wanted to mention. Which Are I'm you giving sure. a spoiler right now? No. Oh, I thought you were giving a spoiler. I don't. I don't have like that's how that. Kingdom of Ash like no. ends. No, <laughs> I was going to point out what we've seen at least with Nesta because we don't really like like you said we don't know the cap of Aelin's power. We don't really know what that looks like. But Aelin's power sometimes is described as this like silver flames and whatnot. And, yeah. Like, Death incarnate, whatever, which is exactly how Nesta's power was, and she was not allowed to keep it, right? Nesta gave her power back at the end of the story for plot purposes, but kept a kernel of it or whatever. That could happen to Aelin, too. But, like, hear me out. I don't feel like... Sarah, when she makes really powerful characters, <laughs> tends to either, like with Caltaine, kills her off. With Nesta, she's not going to kill her off, but she's going to she's gonna limit it. 
So I could see I could see something like that with Aelin. Potentially. What if they have a baby and some of that power goes to the baby? Perhaps. I think it would compound their powers. Yeah, I don't know if it would diminish it. Also, also, I would just like to point out, so we're page 320, Empire of Storms. This is where we're talking about her possession, and we're getting into the different kind of fire, the silver flames. Mm-hmm. So, which was, it was very Nesta, but described as moon fire. And I don't believe Nesta's in a court of silver flames was described as Moonfire. It would be really interesting to see if Nesta Artron's in a court of silver flames is Moonfire, but it's not outright stated. So I don't, I'm not sure if they're the same kind, but that, that page, whenever Deanna came and possessed Aelin, I had it marked several times on the one page, which is very rare. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so page 320, it says the iron melted away, molten ore sizzling through the wooden deck. This is the shackles that she had on. The creature that stared out through Aelin's eyes furled her fingers into a fist. Light leaked through her clenched fingers. A cold white light tendrils flickered silver flame. And then we end up getting another name for Aelin called the queen who was promised. More names. I know, but I was actually okay with that one because I like it. Um, I was okay with this one. I like this one. The lock. Did you guys notice the lock is capital? Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. And I was pissed, by the way, that Deanna did this. I did not enjoy the thought that on this, that she had been hunting uh, on page 321. Said, and she could only watch if through window as she felt the goddess who had perhaps not protected her, but hunted her the entirety of her life for this moment, this opportunity, examine the dark fleet ahead. And then she went to go turn and fuck up the town. And I did not enjoy that either, but I did really enjoy on page 322 when Aelin grabbed her by the fucking throat and slammed that bitch against the inner wall mm-hmm. and choked her out. I liked that. Yeah. What did, there was so much there and there's so many implications of that, mm-hmm. like of, of what's going on and what's capable of happening. Yeah. What did you guys think? And what was your takeaways from that specific part? Or, or I mean, I mean, just having that around her neck, does that up to possession of any God that exists? She better not go to the fucking southern continent with their 36 gods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it's interesting. Not that I want to hark back on this point too much. But obviously, Kale has been like, hey, where's the checks on her power? And then there's Aelin losing control and almost murdering a lot of innocents. And it's just a few. Like, it's fine. Well, it will probably only get worse, especially if she gets two keys. I think so. I'm not. I'm just gonna say I don't know if Kale's fears are completely unfounded. Okay. Um, so okay. Well, a lot of people almost died, and Rolf fucking called <laughs> it out. He's like, "Um, what the fuck, bro?" So there, there is something there. So it was, it was definitely surprising. At least it was interesting to see because we've been talking about this whole time, right? Of like, are the gods gonna play a, a bigger role? Are they not? Yeah. Uh, that was not the route I thought that was gonna go at all. As far as them actually physically taking over her body. 
thought it was kind of fucked up how she was all like, ooh, I could murder people. <laughs> that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. I was like, you fucking jerk. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, how are you a god and you just want to murder people for funsies just to see how it feels? Like, I mean, that's pretty godlike. Don't be a dick. But it's interesting because I, I don't know about you guys, but I never once had imagined Deanna as, in even a small way, as an evil goddess. No. And yeah, here she is doing something that's arguably pretty fucking evil, wanting to murder an entire town just for funsies, just to see what it would feel like. And I wonder if not only are the gods and goddesses going to be playing even a bigger role moving forward with possession as a capability, but that the gods and goddesses are not, that they have dimension also. Sure. You know, for even, even on you know, page 366 in Empire of Storms, we find out that Mala Firebringer went fully human and actually brown chicken brown cowed with Brannon. And that that's Aelin and Dorian's ancestor, which explains their super mega powers. Did, were you guys kind of shocked about that? or About no. her losing her immortality to do that? Or just the fact that that even happened to begin with. But I, even um, then, but she blessed Rowan later on. So, I mean, she had to have, quote unquote, died in her mortal form and returned to her goddess form. So, did she really sacrifice anything? Um, a knight? Okay. Um, damn damn <laughs> really be like that huh well i mean how long was it she'll really? never get back <laughs> who's to say it was an entire night it may have only been like 10 minutes oh my gosh i don't know it's uh i feel like we haven't gotten the truth of that scenario fully yet mm. you know? i'm gonna be 100 percent honest i lost track of who be fucking who in their lineage I was like, I, I don't I don't know. They're all, all related. Should be happening. Yeah. I just assume if they're dead, then they're related to her somehow. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Am I wrong though? No. <laughs> Everyone that, that, that we talk about that is dead is related to her. All of them. Nehemia? Oh. Okay, Sam? well, wasn't always dead. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam wasn't always dead. Arvin. Fake daddy. Number one. But... Yeah, so not related. Dead as fuck. Okay, but like, mm, family is like who you who you find, right? Oh, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so there's two other gods that are talked about pretty extensively uh, referenced in Empire of Storms that we haven't brought up yet. Because it's not around Aelin and Rowan and you know, Dorian and Adia. It's around Elid and Lorcan. Lorcan gets touched on the shoulder and guided through life by the god of death. Mm-hmm. I think the god of death may or may not be related to the Sin Eater. Gives me very similar vibes. Okay. But I thought it was interesting that the god of death recoiled... <laughs> With the stone marshes. So there's a thought. Second, on page 487, Lorcan kind of outright asks Elid about the voices in her head. Mm, <laughs> she said, so he says, you hear them? <laughs> <laughs> he says, is it the stone or the goddess who watches you 
telling you such things. Because she's gleaning a lot of information about the stone marshes. Mm-hmm. And which reminds me, really quick aside, um, Cordis, or, uh, the marshes in Akatar, mm-hmm. they're one and the same to me. I don't, I don't know. Just putting that out there. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. And Especially the if they're different planes and they're sitting on top of each other. And the bog that eats and lives on fear that Pharaoh runs into in the very first part of Akatar is definitely the bog in some form. Ooh. <gasps> what about, what about the, what about the fucking thingy in the water that tried to nom nom on uh, Nesta? The Kelpie. Do you think that could be like related to the Ilkin somehow? I don't know, but it was like oh. there before all of the there was there. Mm, right. Oh. <laughs> How horrible would it be if it was Lysandra and she lost herself mm. to her inner? No, Sorry, I don't me. think that's where it's going, but that would Lizzie be crazy. Is my okay. best. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, back to 47. Oh, <laughs> what if Adian is immortal and Lysandra's not and then she dies? And Adian has to yeah. be alone. Well, wouldn't he be able to choose to be mortal like uh, what's her face? I don't know. I guess if he who lost God ten status. minutes of her life. <laughs> I don't know if I, if he reaches God status, I suppose. But at the same time, like, would you? What if she took the form of a fae? I don't think it would work that way. Yeah. Well, well the, like, the, it's not outright stated that she doesn't have immortality. She yeah, is a different true. species. That's true. Well, you know who doesn't have immortality? Dorian. Dorian. Yeah. Uh-oh, Dorian's uh-oh. fucked. Uh-oh. But <laughs> hold on, though. If he has Mala Lightbringer and Brannon in his line as well, mm-hmm. technically, he could also settle. Perhaps. Perhaps. Wouldn't he also could be work. considered demi yeah, but she can't have everyone be immortality, right? Because because the great because that's a little also, obnoxious. Yeah, a lead also has like Is it? blood. I and... think a lead's gonna do a thing. I don't know where it's going, but it mm. I feel it in my bones. Mm. <laughs> you know what I felt in my bones? Whenever she's talking about other people's bones at the marshes, it gave me very Elaine vibes. Yes, mm. she gives me seer. That's, yeah. what, that's what my bones were saying, but I was saying for the predictions. Oh, I see, I see, I see. I mean, so, I know that it would, like, she dressed up as an oracle, and it was, like, all funny and shit. And, like, the costume, I had marked it as being, like, oh, my God, laughable. <laughs> but, like, what if, just go with me on this little brain journey. What if Sarah was, like, you know what would be funny? Mm-hmm. I'm going to make, I'm going to make her a seer. And then I'm going to dress her up as an oracle and it's going to be like totally ridiculous. <laughs> but, haha, it's actually a thing. I mean, but I don't yeah. think she sees the future. She could, though, because Manon does say that some witches get that eventually if they're like, get to that like super smart and shit. When, yeah, when the past and present and future blend together. But that would well, also imply she's going to live a long time. The Well, what she says on page 47 if is she's it's, a witch, isn't she immortal? But she only has a dr- she don't even bleed blue though. I just I don't know. We'll see. So the quote on page 47. <laughs> Poor God, says, sorry. She's she's explaining the voices in her head. She says, It's my heart that murmurs a warning. So that's a thing. Aneth and Aneth 
is silent. I don't think she wants to be anywhere near. I don't think she will follow. She came to Morath, but not here. What's inside those marshes? And then we completely changed the topic. Anath is a god, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Anath. And she's the goddess of what? Like wise decisions or knowledge something. or something? <laughs> I want to say knowledge. So if Anath is whispering in her ear all the time, her heart apparently has some conversations with her as well. Mm-hmm. And neither one of them want anything to do with the stone marshes. But I have a feeling that they're what is like explain because she says a lot of shit about the stone marshes that she couldn't possibly know. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I don't buy that her heart said that's the truth. Listen, like, she had mad heartburn and it be talkative. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so I I really feel like those two gods are gonna be in there somewhere. And at one point which I also have a thought about the stone marshes, but to... <laughs> we have so much stuff with the gods and goddesses. I just, I just found another piece that I'll also bring up regarding the gods and goddesses, but okay. On page 497, I don't remember who's saying this. It might be Rowan. He's saying that I didn't want to, oh yeah, it was Rowan. I didn't want to risk getting too close, but it reminds me of the sin eaters temple. So we've got another, We've got a ton of dead people mm-hmm. in a marsh. Yay. Gods and goddesses alike, including the god of death, are like, yo, bro, I, that's, no, this mm-hmm. can't do it. So I'm going to be over here. <laughs> you go do that. Yeah. The place itself is described as looking like, what, some, hold on. It says on page 488, heard the thunder of the cl- uh, cataclysm that dropped the land right from underneath them, heard the rushing water that devoured them all before they could run. Curious beasts from sea and swamp and river had converged in the following years, making ruins a hunting ground, feasting on one another and the waterlogged corpses. They also describe it as looking like something had walked there and it was a footprint from like a god or something. So this place is fucked. And then this is also the same place on 500 where we're seeing that the Eye of Elena is actually the three-faced goddess. Mm-hmm. The conversation with Manon. Elena's like, a witch? What? what? More like a bitch. <laughs> like, what is <laughs> happening? There is so much going on with the deities of this mm-hmm. world. It's almost difficult to keep track. Yeah, mm. I think that's almost partially... like there's more than 30 of them. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like kind of what Tower of Dawn might be trying to like almost get you ready for of like some gods and their identities merge in a way like that whole type of identity of like, obviously there's named ones and there's important ones, but a lot of them have similar attributes. So they got lumped into one character. What would happen if the god with Lorcan and the god with... A lead um, was the same god <laughs> bringing them together and then being like, okay, now kiss. <laughs> what if um, those gods <laughs> and goddesses are following them all to the place where they're converging, which is the Sin Eater's temple? <laughs> and she's got two word keys in that place and she opens a door on accident. Oh, I hate that. What if they're possessed by the god of death or Aeneas or fucking Mala or 
Deanna again. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, I also want to make note for us that um, the marsh is responding to them being there. Yes. Ignoring yeah. the animals, but whenever they kill the mosquitoes, it's like the marsh is responding to them. And I, I kind of read that mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, but like mosquitoes are the bane of everyone's existence like if anything the marsh should be happy (laughs) maybe that's another spot where another word gate was opened i can see that being a a place for that because even like the creatures that are described there have the same eye color as the vogue kings and the witches so maybe that was another location where they were brought through and that's why all the gods are like ugh. something crazy is gonna happen because they even take uh, Fenris and Gabriel take Rowan aside and even say on page 503, your beloved's life and the witches are intertwined. And this is two females whose paths cross tonight in a way we've rarely witnessed. Two queens who might control either half of this continent, two sides of one coin, both half-breeds, Manon and Iron Teeth, and a Kroken, Aelin, Human, and Fey. Between them, they cover the three main races of the Earth rude because we're not counting shifters of that between the two of them they are mortal and immortal one worships fire the other darkness capital d another thing that could potentially be one of these other gods or goddesses or the sin eater and or potentially something that could like what what if darkness okay hear me out what if they both get possessed by the thing that they embody Dark and then and they light. have a conversation and Manon and Aelin aren't even present for it. And those two beings are talking to each other in a human corporeal form thing. Or what if it's a three-phase goddess shows up to them? Well, then who's the third? A lead? Bro. <laughs> the maiden? Oh, the maiden. Wait, hold on. What was it again? It was it was the, the crone? The yeah, maiden? the old lady. And Which what? could very easily be Manon because yeah, she's, she's at least old as shit. Yeah, she's like two hundred <laughs> years old or something. Elite is the maiden because she's a virgin. Ew. Sorry. And then so, also the yeah the the one in her prime mother. Mother. No. Sarah, not another step closer. <laughs> oh, we just confirmed that she wasn't pregnant. <sighs> And the maiden. What if it's a false false confirm? We need we need Broin and Aelin to stop canoodling. (laughs) I guess they could switch it around and be like, I guess Aelin could be the crone if she's inhabited by an immortal spirit. You know what? Hold on one second. Okay. I've had another thought, an epiphany that has been killing me. Don't die. I don't remember which book it happened in. <laughs> oh, I hate this journey already. <laughs> what do you mean? In what book did Yellow Legs occur? It was the uh, first one, right? Crown Second. Of Midnight. Are you thinking that there is some foreshadowing? Yes. I want to go back and look at oh, it. Oh, that makes me upset. Well, while you're doing that, I have a couple of small things I wanted to talk about. Okay. In Empire Storms, the scripture on page 305. I loved that we are describing Aelin, and we're all like, 
we have feelings. But then she was not a rebel princess, shattering enemy castles and killing kings. She was a force of nature. She was a calamity and a commander of immortal warriors of legend. I yeah. would. I want so bad for somebody to call me a calamity. <laughs> what do I have to do for a man to look at me and be like, "No, she's not a bitch. She's a calamity." Well, because I'll do, do set it. The sky on fire. It's a simple I'll, ask. I'll light it all on fire. <laughs> Let's go. I also wanted to point out in the same book on page four seventy eight. Um, that it was sweet as shit that Lorcan washed and dried his own shirt and then cut it up for her to use while she's on her period. Mm-hmm. All right. There's- so if there are dude, dude, dude peoples out there or peoples similar, can I just say if you just, I mean, don't actually, but like the energy, can you please? Yeah. We don't actually do that because t-shirts, that's not a thing, but like. The, the feelings of it. Can we please? Like, I just need more of it. Like, today would be great. Or, like, tomorrow. I don't care. But, like, do it. <laughs> the world needs it. I wonder if a lead will have difficulties with having a child. Get out. Because <laughs> there was that, like, <laughs> potential forced breeding thing that didn't happen. But then also, like, she's talking about the effect of her irregular periods and different things that are happening and said she just wasn't trying to think of it. I think maybe it's like the stress messes with your cycle. I don't know. The way she's I like, thought it was magical about it. He 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 he. Because I thought it know... was magic. Magic. No. Yeah. Because um, Manon had said at one point that the first bleed or whatever was whenever they found out that they were witches or some shit. The, the last little the thing fall. that I wanted to mention, yeah, in Tower of Dawn, uh, in the scriptures on page three seventy six, uh, is where I I tagged it. But they they do it several times. Where every time Nezrin tells everybody where she's from, all they do is tell her "Welcome home." Mm. I know. I, I know. just it makes me like sad, but like in a happy way. Where I'm like, oh, the sense of belonging, and that's so, that's really nice. Like, oh, that's, that's good. No, she needs to live with the mountain people. I like this. Yeah, I, I like her with the mountain people. Yeah, I think she should marry Sartak and call it a day. Stay out there. I don't know about that, but I do like her with the mountain people. I agree. I think she should stay. And she actually says at one point she wants to stay. She needs a bird. She'll get one. I think the one that they've been kind of hinting at, that uh, as Ryder had passed, I think they're going to be a, you know. And when she was singing, I was like, oh, yeah, I love. Yeah, very cute. Since we got so much spice in this one, (laughs) what was your guys' favorite sex scene? Brown chicken spicy scene. Yeah, I guess there was really only one actual sex scene. No okay, one else but... actually finished the job. <laughs> okay, well, first of all, they have sex multiple times. Okay. <laughs> Which time? <laughs> well, is this going into, like, favorite couple, least favorite couple, or... Either or, and, and, yes. 
I would love to have sex while on fire. I don't know if that's something I want. Got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. That just sounds really cool. <laughs> or hot. You know what? I think there's a... Uh, I think you, we could just start calling you a little bird and someone <laughs> could fill that for you. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, what does that say about me? Oh, well, that's food for later. <laughs> I will say... I have maybe a different opinion on some of the Aelin and Rowan scenes. You don't like her being on fire. Um, you... well, <laughs> I, uh, okay, this is going to be a little bit controversial take. Oh, I boy. don't care about that part. About them getting it on? Yeah, I kind of just like... Excuse me? <laughs> I'm so sorry. At this point <laughs> in the story, I'm just so like... I, I just feel like they missed the opportune time, I guess, to introduce like this element into the story of like adding spice. So when it finally happened, I was like, oh, all right. Like I wasn't like, I don't know, just was less... Not enough build or maybe too much build up time. I don't know. I mean, the scene itself was nice. I'm glad that they, you know, had their fun and they felt like equals and stuff. And it was described in a fun way. That's cool. But I just like, uh, I'm way more invested in other couples right now. I mean, if I, the next time I have sex, if the people I have sex with don't cast lightning at trees, whenever, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I um, need a new partner. You weren't really into. I thought you were into the biting. Yeah, like <laughs> books and books and books ago, like three or four books ago. Are you saying that it's not, it's that's old news? It's not on trend anymore. It's just not like spicy to me anymore. Dead of Vipers ruined it. No, <laughs> I don't think that. <laughs> at at all. least there's no knife up a butt. But yeah, I don't know. It was just like I'm like I. <sighs> It's hard to select, like, a least favorite, like, couple or anything like that. But I would say because Rowan and Aelin are so established that I'm just, like, I'm way more interested in seeing where Elite and Loki go. Or seeing Yurina and Kale and seeing these other couples that I haven't had that time with where it feels like a maybe just a better pace to me. Not that I felt like they had sex too soon or whatnot. I mean, it is what it is. But, like, when it finally happened, I was like, oh, it's... All right, because we've been talking about this for so long. We can't have our first time here. We can't have our first time here. We can't have this. I'm like, at this point, like, I'm too tired of waiting for it. And I just like, it was just kind of like, eh. I could understand. I kind of wanted them to to burn it down. (laughs) I feel like I wanted them to have sex in, like, a warehouse filled with paper. And then to just burn down the warehouse. Goofy. And then be like, well, oh, well. What about you guys, though? Like, as far as the sex scene, it is Smutty Scriptures. How is the smut? Oh, boy. I loved the biting. I thought that was hot. I I really... God, that Dorian scene. Oh, my God. Dorian and Manon are one I'm way more interested in right now than... Holy shit. When, when I... Uh, 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 it's so good. I With love that chain. Manon makes him feel powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that he he teased her. I like that. I thought that was so good. Yeah. Um, 
I was like half tempted to put Manon down. as my ide- like my character I most identified with because I was like, oh, this is exact. This is me. And I'm like, oh, I I can do this. I can be the dominant partner in the interaction. But like secretly, you're like, please don't make me do that. <laughs> please I put this the other way around. 100% agree. I really enjoyed the, you know, okay. So with, with Lorcan in the lead, why I like their progression mm-hmm. in the spicy scenes so much is he is so attuned to her trauma and what she is and, and, and hasn't gone through. It's very similar to the outlook that Adian has with Lysandra and that both of them recognize that their interest may or may not be ready and willing and open to touch. And they are respectful of that. And both of them, I I think, are not only waiting for consent, but don't reach for it. Mm. Does that make sense? Like, they're waiting for them to be approached for the thing. So, Lorcan didn't kiss Elide. Elide kissed Lorcan. Lysandra and Adian in the alleyway. They were there because that's they're supposed to be doing what they were doing, but they weren't actually doing anything. Right. And he had a conversation with his brain that said, she may not want to be touched for years. And I'm okay with that. And that is a lot. That is crazy. That's like it. That's, yeah. that's insane to be in what's essentially a sexless, relationship for years as what used to be a very active young demi you know just to stop that completely for her and wait for her to approach him for that contact that's Mm -hmm. that's so touching to me and then when a lead is ready he still is asking for consent making sure that this is okay and she's like, I want more, 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 more. And then he's like, okay, great. <laughs> and it was With also the this. Guys. Yeah, it was all. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was also the same with Dorian because Dorian didn't touch Manon until Manon explicitly said that this is what she wanted. Yeah. And she even she even kind of mocked him for the consent, you know, but I think that that. Well, well, I mean, she was literally in chains. So. Right. <laughs> but I think that is by far the sexiest thing to me in this is that, yes, there are spicy scenes, but this is not spicy scenes for the sake of having spice. This right. is meaningful progressions in their relationships. And I love how beautifully they're written and they're real. I mean, maybe not the Manon part. <laughs> but Elite and Lorcan, like that's a real situation. That's that's not crazy fantasy spice. Like that's that's very down to earth, very normal. That's not crazy thoughts. Like I mean, that's probably happened to half a dozen people that are going to be listening. Howdy. Same with Lysandra. You know that mm. kind of thing. And so many. I'm sorry, but to say the truth, so many men aren't like that. And that's where I think I fall in love with the book boyfriends is where they're better (laughs) than than that. That being said, I think nothing beats making glass on the beach. Uh, That was fucking awesome. I loved it, but I really loved the like 
banter back and forth later where she's remembering when she blew him. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that part too. Yeah. My favorite couple though is not Aelin and Rowan. Okay. It's Lorcan and Alid. Same. Big it's same. just so good. Same energy. Absolutely. It's it's good. It's real good. I like when anybody he's, with Lysandra. When he says, I will, I, will, I will always find you. I made a promise to protect you. I will not break it. Because he knows that abandonment's an issue. Mm-hmm. And he's comforting her. I also loved some of the shit that the Rowan said, because of course I do. I, I love that he was like, don't fear and be you know uh what does he say what does he say on page four three forty nine in empire of storms you uh do not face this alone you do not decide that you are unlovable because you have powers that can save and destroy that's nice i like that. i loved that and then next page you do not decide you are unlovable so you could just end right there next page I love you. There is no limit to what I can give you. No time I need. Even when this world is a forgotten whisper of dust between the stars, I will love you. I can I just and I know someone's out there like, and I can't even get a call back. Oh my god. (laughs) You up. He says I love you, but Rowan (laughs) says I love it. I feel like we need we need a uh a poll or something to say like the best i i love your replacement and bro it needs to be in there oh yeah i mean to whatever end come on yeah (laughs) i will say lorcan and elite have such good potential that i i'm living for their dynamic i just love the fact that she doesn't back away from him (laughs) yeah yeah she's all like what that's supposed to be scary Honestly. So yeah. you have the pointy face. <laughs> Big whoop. You still wipe your ass like I do. <laughs> I will say too, I think just because it hasn't been really developed yet, I would also probably say I'm not like in love with where Adian and Lysandra are right now. I think that it yeah. could be more. Oh, it will. But it's very, um, I mean, it's the slowest of slow burns. Which is fine, but I do think there could be some potential for actual just like romance, not necessarily like a physicality to it, but something there would be interesting. Like, I feel like I got more with Nesserin and Sartek than I have with Lysandra and Adian so far, as far as bonding in that way. Question. Mm -hmm. Lysandra is almost always in a different form. Does that mean... (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Ask it. Say it. (laughs) Yeah, ask it. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's so we can record it. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. You know, I'm just out there on the internet. I'm just gonna leave. I'm. You know, it's, it's not a question. Right. It's an observation. <laughs> gonna leave it right there. It's gonna just gonna just set this down and walk away. The answer and, is uh, yes. And as the sea wiper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and my least favorite couple has got to be anybody with Carol because I still hate him. He's not better. Sartak and Nezrin to me are frigid. Uh, yeah. When I go from a Kale and Irene chapter to Nezrin and Sartak, I'm like, ugh. Like, it's interesting, <laughs> but I'm not like, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I do like his hair. Sartak? Mm. Yeah. I like his hair in his bird. 
That's pretty much. Yep. Yep. That's all we got. <laughs> it seems to be enough for Nezrin, and I love that for her. Honestly, she deserves someone where she's not the second she choice. Or third she choice. deserves a good braid. She does. You know what? <laughs> Due to the nice braid. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> and a nice burb. Do you guys, besides like the respective couples themselves, do you have a favorite or least favorite character as like an individual? Lysandra. Okay, yeah. I'd same. <laughs> Her part in this section was fucking she is badass. Lizzie is best yeah. mm-hmm. Like I freaking love her. And I hated her so much, but now <laughs> I love her. <laughs> yeah. How do you guys feel like the theme has changed? Or if or has it? I don't think it has. I think we're just getting to like war is brewing energy. I feel like it's more about like being your villain era right now. Mm, go on. Like, I mean, if you think about it, like, like me as a person, you know, the 29 forever uh, person that I am right now, I, I would be like, I consider myself in my villain era right now. And it's really more about like setting those boundaries and maintaining them. Okay. And, and I feel like pretty much everybody is doing that. Setting boundaries yeah. and maintaining them. Being like, no, no. This is me. I'm doing my own shit. Mm-hmm. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I, al- I also see it as this is maybe the era of their motivation in war. Like, not necessarily... Th- obviously, we know why these characters are going to all end up fighting and all engage in combat. But in the sense of all of these characters are getting a lot of relationship and love growth and development and things happening with their plot along those lines and i think that's because they are going to need a motivation to continue the fight and like what comes after Mm. and the healing of that it's a good point yeah cuddle how do you think that the theme has changed or stayed the same i think it's pretty much stayed the same embracing your yourself and you know figuring out who you are being true to that Mm so i'm i'm actually looking back at crown of midnight for the bobby yellow leg stuff i want to piece through this and then i want to read you guys some nice little excerpts that might now have some pretty steep implications okay i think i might find in this book at least a hint as to why she was vomiting so there's a lot so it says bobby yellow legs is explaining shit to selena in crown of midnight she says the word governs and forms the foundation of this world. Not just Aurelia, but all life. There are worlds that exist beyond your knowledge, worlds that lie on top of each other and don't know it. Right now, you could be standing at the bottom of someone else's ocean. The word keeps these realms apart. There are gates, plural, gates, black areas in the word that allow for life to pass between the worlds. So that would suggest it's not just Throne of Glasses version of them. It would also be in Akatars. Yes. So where they where the gates would be in Akatar world, I don't know. There are I word know. gates that lead to Irelia. All sorts of beings have come through them over the eons. The nine things but also the dead and foul things that creep in when the gods are looking elsewhere. 
But long ago, before humans overran this miserable world, a different sort of evil broke through the gates. The Valg. Demons from another realm. Bent on the conquest of Aurelia, and with the force of an endless army behind them. In Wendelin, they fought against the Fae. Try as the mortal children might, they could not defeat them. Then the Fae learned that the Valg had done something unforgivable. They had taken a piece of the word gate with their dark magic and split it into three slivers, three keys, one key for each of the kings. Using all three at once, the Valg kings were able to open that word gate, singular, at will to manipulate its power to strengthen their forces to allow an endless line of soldiers to pour into the world. The Fae knew that they must stop it. So a small band of Fae set out to steal them from the Valg kings. It was an impossible task. Most of the fools didn't return. But the word keys were indeed retrieved and the Fae Queen Maeve banished the Valg to their realm. Yet for all her wisdom, Maeve couldn't discover how to put the keys back in the gate. And no forge, no steel, no weight could destroy them. So Maeve, believing that no one should have their power, sent them across the sea with Brandon Galthinius, the first king of Terrison, to hide on this continent. And thus the word gate remained protected, its power unused. That sounds like all three of them were in Brannon's hands at one point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the I real thought that is, he, he escaped. I don't know. Brannon? Uh, yeah, I thought Brannon, like... I thought he left because he was pissy. Yeah, he, like, peaced out, but, like, she was like, no, don't leave! And he was like, no, I'm leaving! The person who holds all three word keys would have control over the broken word gate and all Irelia. They would be able to open and close the gate at will. They would conquer new worlds or let in all sorts of life to bend to their cause. But even one key could make someone immensely dangerous. Not enough power to open the gate, but enough to be a threat. You see, the keys themselves are pure power. Power to be shaped as the wielder wills it. So the king has one. That's how he was able to conquer the continent. But I thought that Aelin on the pirate ship, it said that it she opened a gate and Deanna came through. Yeah. She didn't mean to open the gate, but she did. Well, and then there was another gate that was open to let in the dog thing in the castle. A portal, if you will. It's a portal. Yeah. Was the portal not a gate? No. Uh, okay, so... There's got to be more. Well, here's something interesting. Going back to that original, not poem, riddle. By the Valg, three were made of the gate stone of the word. Obsidian, the gods forbade and stone they greatly feared. Stone like stone marshes In grief. He hid one in the crown of her. He loved so well to keep with her where she lay down inside the starry cell. The second one was hidden in a mountain made of fire where all men were forbidden despite their great desires, which we still don't know what that is. Where the third lies will never be told by voice or tongue or some of gold. That's obviously Whoa. the... Say that again? It? Where the third lies will never be told by voice or tongue or some of gold. You know, I know what it is, but like, you know what that reminds me of is the sand eater. 
So, mm. where all men were forbidden, and a mountain made of fire. You know, we're talking a lot about molten cores of the mm. earth right now, but they're all inside of Selena. Wouldn't that be weird? She has one inside of her. <laughs> the whole time. Rip me open. <laughs> and Rowan's like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> Nobody else is going to cut you open. It's just going to be me. I'll do it with my penis. <laughs> oh my no, with his teeth. Yeah, uh, let's see. Unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why the hell was she uh, thrown up? Oh, <laughs> Aylin? Yeah. Because she had a little tummy ache, dude. Listen, everybody <laughs> has bad days. I do. Blue, did you? Good. Did you have any unanswered questions? Not so much a question. <laughs> I do have a prediction. Okay. That it's kind of a question because I'm like, oh, I know why Sarah brought this up. Mm. But like right at the end of our reading for Empire of Storms and the scriptures. On this is about page five hundred four and five hundred five, somewhere in between there, uh, when it's mentioned about this character. I'm assuming their name is pronounced Karen or Karen Karn could be uh, potentially. Um, the tales of what yeah, I took it as Karen. Fair enough. Uh, and in a sense, he encountered. He's described as really sadistic and you know someone that Rowan and Lorcan both reject, right? Mm. And they, uh, Fenris and whatnot, they talk about how Maeve will probably strike at an inopportune time when Aelin's at her weakest. And I just feel, I feel like Aelin is going to, because this is Rowan's biggest fear, and there's all these dot dot dot, the tales of what he does, dot dot dot. If Aelin and Karen ever encounter each other, dot dot dot. I'm like, okay, well, obviously she's gonna get fucking captured and tortured. And so obviously they're gonna encounter each other. Fucking obviously. And I think there will be moments in the scripture of her being tortured by this person. I think Rowan and whatnot, but they'll, they'll come and save her, obviously. But I just think she'll think that it's justified because of what she didn't stop from happening to Sam. I feel like she's going to be ready to go in that scene when she's being Mm. tortured. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I feel like that we'll get a little bit of the loathing of Aelin and Selena in those moments when she's broken down mentally. Ew. I hate it. (laughs) Yeah, but it's going to (laughs) happen. Otherwise, it's really the only plot point where I'm like, oh, that's more of a, a question. Let me see if there was anything else. <laughs> I had a couple thoughts in uh, oh. Tower of Dawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I did too. So the the bad guy going after Irene uh-huh. in, whenever she took shelter in, in the bedroom, mm-hmm. I think that's a spider dude. I think it's a spider person. How would it have gotten through there? On the ceiling. Oh. You know, because nobody ever bothers to fucking look up. Mm. <laughs> but what, I think the Valg is hunting. Yes. There's sure. a Valg hunting in, in Antica. I think that's the name of the city. And um, it was in the library. Mm-hmm. And it was in the dark hallway. And it's hella fast. Yeah. And all it said, because it said something, it spoke it, expect. 
And when it specced, it said her name. And that's it. Yeah. Right. Um, now, I... we know about the spider people, that the spider people on the southern continent are like cousins to the ones on the northern one. They're like the same, except completely different. So while the ones up north are, I mean, I wouldn't say friendly, but like mercantile, you know, friends with other people. Uh-huh. That is not the same as the ones on the lower part, but they're not dumb. And there was another part where they talked about Faye being uh, on uh, 378. They were talking about the Faye being down on the southern continent. And there's all sorts of, like, language learning. And I feel like maybe even if they don't speak the language they might know enough to get by um the spider person was already talking whenever they had their whole you gotta look up moment yeah right feel like that bad guy is a spider person and i feel like it's got something to do with the desert oasis speaking of the desert oasis because there's caves it's a city of the dead oh. much like the stone marshes? Mm-hmm. Mm. Just thinking. They're hiding in plain sight all this time. I just feel, I just feel like it's a spider person. Also, okay. the fuck happened to Southern Continent Fay? Uh, a, why are they there? B, where they go? Why not here now? Maybe they went back through a word gate at one point. Rude. They said, uh, you know what? It fucking sucks here. I hate it. Wi-Fi I mean, I love that they taught the burbs uh, to talk or like to understand the talk. Like, mm-hmm. that's cool that they they allowed them to understand the speak, but the fuck. Yeah. Where you is, bro? Yeah, we'll see. Can't just like teach to understand a language and then peace out. What about you, Kyle? Also, how are they oh, so no. smart to be able to teach the birds how to understand language and not smart enough in their infinite fae immortal wisdom to know that spiders climb walls? I feel like they're... What, you mean Nessar and so... Zortac? No, I'm talking about the, the fae people that we don't know where they are. They're the ones that built mm. the traps and shit. Like, how can you teach the birds how to understand languages and be so heckin' smart, big-time smarty-pants people, but then you... you make traps on the ground for spider people who climb on the ceiling. Mm. Like, I feel we're, we're channeling, like, early series Selena Gomez level of critical thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. And it's giving me sadness and frustrate. Well, it says on page 377 of Tower of Dom that the spiders learned the tongues of men as they ate the foods or sorry, ate the fools stupid enough to venture into the bar- barren realm. Some who made it out claimed because of the fells reminded them of their own blasted world. Others said the spiders lingered to guard the way back, to wait for that door to open up again and go home. So that would almost lead me to believe that the word gate would be in the mountains with them. Which, what happens if Nezrin... Well, you're saying that people skip Tower of Dawn, so they're probably not going to find the gate in Tower of Dawn. But that would be interesting since they're in 
the spider's territory right now at the yeah. end of our section in Tower of Dawn if they happen to stumble upon it. I, I wonder if there's more than one, though. It makes sense for there to be more than one. Eight, you know? Yeah, I would yes. agree. Because then, like, how did Mala even get there to become mortal? What gate did she use? Because she yeah. just, did she just pop out of thin air? She said, boop! <laughs> she said, hi, Brennan! Um, so, one thing... So, so someone that I really identified with was Irene on page 302. Mm-hmm. In which book? In Tower of Dawn. <laughs> because she's saying to Kale, you yourself are surrounded by some living tales. How do they feel about it? Well, Aelin certainly enjoys it. <laughs> She'd never met another person with so many names and titles. Mm-hmm. I love, love, love that Sarah J. Mass laughed at her own ridiculousness when giving that character so many damn names. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That even the true. characters in the story are, are calling her out. <laughs> I loved that. That was pretty funny. Oh, yeah, that was Nesrin. Oh, yeah. Nesrin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's who it is. <laughs> Nesrin. I love her. <laughs> I for identified I would say well I obviously already shared Manon uh, in the bedroom but I kind of had a funny kind of sad answer so trigger warning uh, just a lead being ready to die at any time oh yeah I was like mood <laughs> she said I ain't even hesitating she's like huh I'm like damn queen same iconic behavior you just want to be an icon yeah who is an icon? Well, I feel like I most identified with Lysandra because she's just out here living her own goddamn life. And I have been doing that. Fair enough. I mean, I don't necessarily like dive into the mud to go turn into a snake. What's stopping you? Oof. Uh, I think it's illegal. I don't think it's illegal to turn into a snake. I feel like I feel like it is. Maybe like against the laws of nature. No, I don't believe in those. <laughs> All right, Cuddle, what about you? Cuddle said you think, no. Yeah. Do you think it's illegal oh. for someone to turn into a snake? Yeah. Laws no. of nature. What about you? Do you think it's illegal? No. Ah, alright. Well then I, I guess I know it. what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, schedule some time away. I mean, whatever you can pencil in. <laughs> Who do you guys most want to lecture or kill? La, la. I've already discussed Kale. <laughs> I will leave it at that. I kind of want to, like, I get it, but I kind of want to lecture Adian a little bit. I feel like his reaction to his dad, because, like, clearly, like, his dad is reacting to the information that Adian is giving him that he's like, oh, I had no fucking clue. So Adian has a lot of pent-up, like, anger and aggression towards him that he's not, like, getting actual answers for. He's just like... You did this, and you caused this, and bop, 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 bop. And that's valid, because he is angry. But then he could see his dad being like, oh my god, I had nothing to do with that. That's crazy. Like, non-verbally communicating with him, and then just still choosing not to say anything. So I I think he could potentially go into those conversations with a little bit more grace, at least. Because Mm, it's a little hard on his dad. And I would think that at least Adian would want to 
get information like like he said before he doesn't remember his mother at all because she died really early on in life so like yeah he, he could find out a lot about her like there's a lot of information he could gather through gabriel and he's not taking that route and he's just being angry at him and gabriel's out here like risking his life to save his son sometimes yeah so it's like damn my guy is like out here literally putting himself in physical danger even though you've been real mean to him I think they're going to get there. Yeah, I know that, again, Sarah's going to do this thing where, like, the relationship's bad and then we repair it. I get it. But, like, why is he so angry, dude? Such sigh. Yeah. So that's really all. I feel like I want to lecture... I want to lecture two people. I want to lecture Maeve because she is just, like, like, using and abusing people. And I hate that on so many levels. And, like, it made me so sad uh, at the end of the, the reading in Empire of Storms whenever Kitty Cat Man and Fenris were all like, look, man, Loki, we're just, like, really happy to have been a part of this for at least a little bit of a time that we've got. Yeah. Was I was sad. so big sad. I was like, oh, no, the boys. Mm-hmm. And it's all her fault. She's kind of being a cunt. True. So she should maybe kind of not be one just spitballing here. And then also, also kind of want to lecture the Kagan. Kagan? Whatever. Emperor dude. Yeah. Who, like, in my brain looks like the king from... The Disney Atlantis movie? I want to lecture him because he's being stupid. Like, yeah. stringing everybody along and being like, uh, and then like, oh, no, you had to book an appointment. And then he's all like, you think you're being slick. Yeah, well, fuck off. If Erwin wants you lot dead, nod toward Dorian and Aelin. <laughs> Why let you mature grow powerful? Because I escaped Erwin, Dorian tried not to remember that night ten years ago, but the memory of it snapped through him and her and He thought I was dead, and Dorian, his father, shielded him as best as he could. Maeve knew you were alive. Odds are, so did Erwin. Maybe she told Erwin. She never has any contact, as far as you know. Maeve does not share power. She saw Arnalyn as an inconvenience. Still does. Everyone can be bought for a price. Nameless is my is the price of Maeve's allegiance. It can't be purchased. Aelin went utterly still at the warrior's words. Nameless is the price of Maeve's allegiance. She blinked at him her oh, brows. Wait, nameless. That's the that's the mark. They called that the <laughs> nameless mark. That was on her forehead. Is oh, nameless yeah, that's right. Aelin went earlier still the words where she blinked at him, her brows narrowing <laughs> as her lips silently mouthed the words he said. What is it? Nameless is my price. Aelin so opened his mouth, go. no doubt to ask what snagged her interest. Can your kind see the future? See it as an oracle can. Some, the blue bloods came to, claim to, any other clans? She's, they say that for the ancients, past and present, future bleed together. She shook her head and walked toward the door that led to the hall of cramped cabins. Rowan swooped off the rigging and shifted his feet. 
Was that about an ancient Baba Yellow Legs? So you got to go back and look at uh, whenever Carol and Dorian and Selena Gomez. Yellow Legs were... was a fortune teller, a powerful oracle. I bet she knew Queen was the moment she saw her and saw things she planned to sell to the highest bidder. Yellow Legs wouldn't have told the Queen anything outright, only in veiled terms. So it drive the girl mad when she figured it out. Okay. So we go to the first time that they met her. Welcome, welcome, shouted an old woman, bent and gnarled with age from podium. Crown of stars, adorned her silver hair. Look into my mirrors and see the future. Let me examine your palms so that I might tell you myself. The old woman pointed at nodded cane at Selena. Care to have your fortune told, girl? Come into my wagon, dear heart, and let old Baba Yellow Legs take a look into your future. You're a witch. <laughs> First thing that Selena said, you're a witch. Hmm. Rude. <laughs> Last born witch in the witch kingdom. Selena getting upset because she can't figure out a very simple riddle. <laughs> oh, how far we've come. That shit was annoying. I have one prediction. Go on. All right, what's your prediction? My one prediction is I think that Falcon, I think Falcon is Lysandra's dad. He's only 27. <laughs> yeah. I think he's her dad. Oh. Hmm. Hey. He would have had a baby at six years old. You know what? <laughs> time passes differently we don't know anything about how they age outside of human form <laughs> I mean maybe but I think they're too close in age to still considering uh, he couldn't even ship for a long time I still think some shit's about to go down the next couple of chapters of Empire of Storms right when we get back some yeah. crazy shit go on yeah. where they're all converging in the Stone marshes. Yeah, those marshes are going to go crazy. Uh, how many right. more mosquitoes do you think are going to die? <laughs> At least one. <laughs> so one for each name. Oh, God. <laughs> Decimating oh, no. a species. <laughs> so if I'm not mistaken, it's my turn for Bay of the Day. It do be. Or and I have... of the Day. I guess there is smut. Whichever you prefer. Uh -oh. <laughs> um, I have a person. And that person is Lorcan. Lorcan oh. is Bay of the Day. Lorcan is Bay of the Day because Lorcan has, I think, grown to have feelings for a weaker being. And I feel like that shows strength in him. And I think the fact that he handled her period with such amazing grace... <laughs> <laughs> Burned him bay of the day. <laughs> all right. All right. That's, that's, yeah. That's yeah. pretty, pretty solid. So, I do love when he hears a lead story and all of the uncle trauma and he's like, do you want me to kill him? I'll kill him. And she's like, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, you can do that. She's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> no big. Go on. If you remember when Dorian and Kale learned about Aelin's period, they both got really wigged out, very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dumb Rowan was basically like yo I've seen you wet yourself 
and you know <laughs> it's not a big deal. But I don't think he would go necessarily as far as Lorcan did. Sure. Okay, I can see that. So, Lorcan's trying his best. He's an he ex really service is. king. <laughs> I just love the scene. Service king. I love the scene where he Elite is watching him and watching everyone watch him and all these women fawning themselves so, about how he's so hot and all this, blah, blah. And then she's like, well, I'm going to go back to my tent now. He's got all this attention. And then Lorcan the whole time is just noticing people noticing her. Oh, yeah. This endless back and forth. And I'm like, oh, my God. Look at these yep. dumb hotties that are about to date. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Is that is that a himbo and a herbo? <laughs> They're both too smart. I'm very right, excited right. for what a lead's going to grow into. I can't wait till she gets her fucking ankle fixed. She oh. but we'll oh, she needs it fixed. Without further ado, I'll go we're going to finish these. Yes. We're going to finish this tandem read. <laughs> yes, we are. We are going to be doing our our next episode that will complete our tandem read, won't it? Of Tower yeah. of and, and Empire Storms. Yes, yep, indeed. We'll finishing it up, going through a lot. I'm sure this next section is going to be fucking nightmare because Sarah always for the last <laughs> parts of her book is going crazy, and we're going to be reading two of those books at the same time. Oh. So that's going to be a lot. <laughs> but of course, <laughs> we want to thank you guys for listening. This has been Smutty Scriptures reading the tandem read of Tower of Dawn and Empire of Storms. Next episode, we are going to complete all of this, so that is going to be very fun. As always, check out the Smutty Scriptures Instagram. We have a TikTok page. On that Instagram, you can also get access to the Etsy, where these two, Purple and Cuddle, are making some really fun designs, a lot of book club kits. I'm still waiting for podcast merch, by the way. I want a Smutty Scriptures hoodie. I want a Smutty Scriptures sticker. But that's besides the point. We got plenty of fun stuff for you guys to look at there and interact with us. Uh, I, we even have a Goodreads group now, so you, you have a lot of you have a lot of ways to interact with the Smutty Scriptures gang. But with that being said, church is adjourned. Amen. Amen. <laughs>